I think having a center who has been through the meat grinder and has played now two seasons as a starter and was so coveted by Power 5 teams is going to be huge because we've seen the last couple of seasons when you don't have that center spot locked down, it, it makes a huge difference. Conversely, you think about some of the best years Auburn has had um, you know, during the Malzahn era, even before that, think about how many of those offensive lines had a center that you could just bet your life on uh, being really, really good. And so it's going to be a transition. It is new competition. You know, playing in the SEC is different than the AAC for a guy like Avery Jones. However, um, I, I just I really, really like what, what, what Avery Jones brings to the table because that second quarterback, I mean, it is – you could argue that center is the second most position, most important position on the offense because, like, running back and wide receivers and all these can kind of blend together, and you can get different production. I mean, you can get um, production in your running game and your receiving game from a, a multitude of guys. It doesn't have to be just one dude. Center, you got to be that one guy, uh, and you got to get a lot of stuff right there. It's similar to the role of a catcher in baseball where if you're not doing – the primary aspect of your job, or if you're struggling at it, it's incredibly noticeable, right? And we're yes. going to see it a lot. Like if you're if you're struggling to catch the ball, or you're struggling to stop guys running all over the bases as a catcher. You know, it, it, it's going to stand out. If you're a, a, if you're a center on the offensive line and you're having uh, snap issues, it's it's glaring. And so, yeah, I think I, and not and not that snap issues alone were the problem, but Tate Johnson was thrust into a role after the Nick Brahms injury last year, and I think Auburn was scrambling at center virtually all season long. And so to bring in somebody who solidifies things, to be able to provide a little bit of stability, like that's that's really, really important. And then we talked about it, Jaden Muskrat, or wrote about him on, on Wednesday. It's the versatility there. If he ends up being a starting guard for Auburn, that's huge. If he ends up being a guy that can give you more depth and stability at tackle, also huge. He has multiple years of eligibility remaining. I mean, that's a, that's a good pickup to have. Um, not as experienced as some of these other guys on the line, but really, really like what he brings to the table. Dan, hit me. Who are we going with? Well, you know, and, and I, I don't want a short shrift because there are options at every position, right? Like you, you, could, you could look to uh, the, the addition at, in the running back room from the transfer portal couple of options uh you know that there there are there are guys everywhere and it wasn't easy but I I do have to look to the first player Hugh Freeze signed from the transfer portal after getting the Auburn job the guy they were recruiting I believe the moment they could start talking to transfer recruits this was one of the first calls they made and I was struck talking with Auburn tight ends coach Ben Igamawa when he was made available to the media Uh, talking with him and seeing the wry smile that that he got when you ask about how new Rivaldo is to the sport Mm -hmm. and how this is a guy who I mean it's a a great story under-recruited high school basketball player uh, convinced to switch to football very late in his high school career he's only played I think three four years of organized football and he's already one of the top group of five tight ends in the country, and the chances there with a player like that, that the the you know the the, the way this this is trending between his athleticism and the fact that he's gaining confidence and and could uh, you know could, could could take off like a rocket. Like I I just the potential with Rivaldo is it's just impossible to turn down. So that's that's my pick. 
Yeah, I knew you were you were gonna pick Rivaldo. It was gonna be surprising if you didn't pick Rivaldo. Rivaldo's your guy. We all have guys that we that that we that become our dudes that you pick uh, during an off season. I remember back in the day. I remember I was really high on the Booby Whitlow train before his his breakout year. I also, uh, people can remember I was really high on Matthew Hill, and it just never quite worked out. So you you, you have your swings and your misses uh, there, but uh, you were always going to pick Rivaldo. Right, right, and and it's Rivaldo isn't necessarily a sleeper because he has produced as he has at the Group of Five level and came in with some fanfare when he arrived. Uh, but this is a yeah, this this is a guy who just in a room that has experience and depth at tight end, right? You look in Deal and Fromm and Frazier and Riley Ducker, who, who's in his second year. Like they've got guys in that tight end room for them to prioritize Rivaldo for the coaching staff to prioritize Rivaldo tells me he brings in something those guys maybe don't have. And I think from in spring ball. What stood out to me the most about Rivaldo, and we saw him a lot with the first team, what stood out to me the most with Rivaldo was his explosiveness and his speed. No disrespect to uh, Tyler Fromm and Luke Deal and even John Samuel Shanker, but that is a that is a, there's speed and and explosiveness there. You just look at the yards per catch that he had at FIU, and not a very good FIU team, I might add. You look at that. The speed and the explosiveness and, and what all he brings to the table there, it's just – it's different. It is different. Auburn has not had a tight end like that in a while. I mean, you've got to go a, a decent piece back to find a tight end who had the yards per catch numbers that Fairweather had at FIU to, to find one of those at Auburn. Um, he was pretty well um, established with the first-team offense. I think – I think as a receiving option, he's Auburn's best bet at tight end. I think he can flex out and do a lot of different things. I think he can be a big slot receiver at times for him. Now your wide receiver group is a lot deeper than it was in the spring now, but I I'm a I'm a believer. I believe I'm a believer in Rivaldo Fairweather and I and I like I like the uh I, I I hope he has an opportunity to dunk the ball through the goalposts. I hope I hope I hope that he does that without a flag at some point this year cuz I, I want to see that. I'm curious to see Justin if you you know if because there are options at wide receiver 